0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the New Mentality Show, where we dig deep on the subject of men's mental health. I am your host, Positive Energy Phil, and I am excited to create a new mentality with you.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm here with my friend, Bogdan Zelichenko. We are here today to talk about men's mental health. And in particular, we're here for a segment called Five Questions About Men's Mental Health. Thank you for joining us today, Bogdan. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. Thanks for having me. Uh, so happy to be here just to kind of, you know, even start start the conversation and hopefully break the stigma. And that's exactly the uh,
1: the ideal that I'm hoping to accomplish with this kind of uh, conversation, creating that safe, open space, normalizing the conversation. As you said, starting to change that stigma and make it something that is uh, you know, less of a taboo subject and one that, you know, is really a part of our normal everyday conversation so that we can grow as a collective, but as well as individuals. So let's dive into the first question. Were there any other men in your life
2: that you feel experienced challenges with mental health? Yeah, um, the, the one that really stood out to me was um, I had a, a stepdad uh, when I was younger, and uh, um, he was just like an angry and an overwhelmed guy. Uh, he never went to therapy, unfortunately. That's something that really, I feel like he even really fought about. Um, instead of like getting the help that I'm sure he desperately needed, he was just uh, expressing uh, anger as his primary emotion. Yeah, I, I thank you for sharing that with us. I think, that, you know,
1: not only is that a powerful experience to share, but I feel like one that maybe many men out there can relate to. Um, Of having that role model or that parent figure that we could see, but maybe not necessarily understanding as young kids, but we could see that, you know, they had their own things to overcome, their own challenges, whether it be anger or sadness or any other kind of emotions on that challenging spectrum. And I think, you know, as well, kind of being able to see how that, you know, flowed into our life as we became older ourselves and kind of that experience rubbed off on, on us a bit. So I think that really kind of guides, guides well into the, the second question I would love to ask you is, how did your relationship with your male role models impact your mental health? You know, in, in this case, would the stepfather be the main one that comes to mind as well? or Are there other male role, role models that also, you know, fit the bill in that situation?
2: Yeah, um, I didn't have too many male role models growing up. Unfortunately, uh, my parents are divorced, and my dad uh, moved back to Ukraine after that divorce when I was uh, a younger kid. Um, I did have a life coach actually. Uh, I was a friend of my father's. Uh, he's uh, just a family friend even to this day, uh, who helped me with life advice and interview prep, and just you know, it was really beneficial for me as a young kid, just kind of growing up and you know having him there it kind of helped me like navigate through life i love it
1: that's mm-hmm. such an awesome thing man and uh, i feel like it kind of brings to mind that idea of almost like a like a big brother kind of figure it, it, the way you described that and i feel like it, it's something that i think as men we often kind of naturally lean towards looking for that in our life i know myself like i am the oldest brother in a family of three boys and being kind of the the brother that was looked up to growing up, I didn't have that that dynamic, but I, I recognized that as I got into my adult years, I was always looking for older male role model type figures that, that, to kind of come into my life and be that big brother, you know, kind of a uh, guiding like kind of mentality in my life. And so I think it's really, really important for men like yourself, like myself, like anyone who's listening to, you know, look for ways to invite that into our life, because it's always good to have those kind of uh, positive role models at our back.
0: So uh, th- a
1: question I would love to ask you is, did you experience any challenges with mental health on your journey that you feel were specific to being a man?
2: Yeah, I think uh, for men, it's really hard because uh, there's so much stigma around uh, just the expectation for us to Um, You know, when we hear phrases such as man up, chin up, tough it out, or real man don't cry, which phrases I have heard so many times growing up, and I still continue to hear to this day, um, it's just, you know, really the stigma around it. And uh, that's exclusive to uh, kind of being a man is just the expectation to not get help, you know, and just to tough it out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely one that I can relate to all too well. And again, I feel many men out in the world, whether listening, or even those who aren't listening to this conversation, I feel the man enough narrative is a big one, especially when we think of that idea that it's it's not even just an individual thing. It's kind of that collective societal perspective. And, you know, I've heard very similar things during my journey that as men, we're supposed to be tough, we're supposed to be you know, be able to, you know, rein our emotions in, not cry, we're always stoic and brave. And to be honest, at one point in time, I did look at that mentality as the ideal of what it meant to be masculine and to be manly and to be, you know, this man enough version of myself, only to realize as I grew older, that that was more than anything, a a definition of a, a toxic masculinity. And that the true masculine and the true man enough if if that's even a term we really want to attach to the idea because I feel like it kind of puts a like you said, like you had mentioned puts that expectation on us but I feel as men it's so powerful to be open and vulnerable and genuine with our thoughts our emotions you know not to bury them deep but to let to let them out you know both on the good side of things and on the pause or the tough side because you know, my experience has always been that whenever I numbed things or just stuffed them down or toughed it out, you know, as as you mentioned, those were usually the situations where that pain just got buried deep, but then would come up later in life in re- really inopportune moments as, you know, it really just wasn't healed. And it, you know, it found its way to kind of trigger me in various points in my life. Do you feel like, you have a very similar experience
2: with that kind of perspective yeah uh for me personally um i really just started my mental health and healing journey maybe a couple of years ago so before then um i just you know when i heard phrases like you know tough it out that's exactly what i did you know i, I took those emotions i I kept them inside of me, like as, as low as I could. And, but, you know, like you mentioned, like somewhere down the road, um, they're going to come out and it might not even come out in the way you might want to. So that's why I think it's so important to, you know, uh, practice self-care, talk to like other guys in your life, tell them, you know, what's going on with you. Even like, you know, like be vulnerable with them. I know like they'll listen to you. Absolutely.
1: I think that's a really powerful message to encourage anyone that's listening and all the dudes out there in the world, because I feel as men, we definitely have, many of us have a mentality that, you know, if we were to speak up about these things, we're not, we're not going to be heard. We're not going to be respected maybe, you know, but the reality is, as you and I have found being, you know, the type of people we are connecting with different people through the social media world, the real world that there are in fact a lot of loving men out there who are happy to create that safe open space for each other and to support each other in that way. So I feel like, you know, you know, we can't do any really any wrong with encouraging that and growing in that way as as often as we can. Okay. So, you know, I feel like that topic actually kind of rolls really well into the next question, which was when was the last time that you did not feel man enough And why was that?
2: Yeah, I think that's something I'm still kind of struggling with to this day is uh, kind of being so self aware with like my emotions. Um, I do remember one time where I just kind of felt out of place uh, because we were at a bar with some friends and there was just, you know, both like female and male there. And um, there's just like that, the expectations. that go into kind of like being a guy is um, the, the girls were talking about getting pedicures and just having like a day on their own when, and then when I was sitting next to the guys, they mentioned, okay, you know, while they do that, let's go get beers. Let's go watch the game. And, you know, I, I'm just like, I could, but, you know, I, I also like, you know, if they invited me, like I would totally go with the girls. I would, you know, I would drink bottomless mimosas. I would eat some <laughs> delicious breakfast food. That sounds like a great time to me. And, you know, unfortunately society doesn't view it like that. I'm, you know, I feel like the expectation is I'm supposed to stick with the boys. I'm supposed to be, you know, drinking beers. I'm supposed to be watching the game. Um, but, you know, I just hope somewhere down the road. It becomes more normal to, you know, be vulnerable and, you know, branch out and, you know, do what you want to do and just be happy about it. Yes, absolutely. I love that in the regard of like, I feel like it
1: really touches on that, creating that balance between our divine masculine and our divine feminine that is within all of us. And as you mentioned, I, I believe that in society, we, We definitely have this perspective with that man enough kind of viewpoint that, you know, I guess it's called a spade as a spade. You know, the self-care that is out there is often divvied up into like a female type of self-care or a male type of self-care. Some are interchangeable, but I feel like like what you just mentioned, you know, going and getting your nails done, getting, you know, a pedicure, a manicure. And the hair did up nice, all those things. Like it's often portrayed and perceived as uh, a self-care for for females in general, or more so than men. But, and and like you said, you know, if, if a man was to go ahead and do something like that, perhaps he has a fear of, you know, what are my friends gonna say? Are they gonna judge me? Are they gonna look down on me? Are they gonna make a comment that's rude? And, uh, I, you know, I'm very lucky to have a close friend in my own life who is on the opposite end of that spectrum that he's a, he's a straight man, you know, he, but he still, he loves to go get his nails did. He, uh, he'll get them painted. He'll get them manicured. You know, he gets like a, a little hand massage. And he's told me about this saying that it's, you know, it's one of the most relaxing things that he, he's ever done. And it's actually a really, really enjoyable experience that brings a lot of peace to his mind. And isn't that what we're all looking for, you know? So, so why, why give each other a hard time when we're simply doing what's going to bring peace and love and enjoyment to our life? And I think a big part of that, as you, you mentioned, is you know starting to change that taboo of certain self-care being only for men or only for women, whether it's having beers with the boys, playing video games, going out to get nails done, shopping for clothes, you know, and everything in between, really. All right, so Bogdan, we are now down to our final question. So I would love to ask you, how do you feel men can better support each other when it comes to something like maintaining our healthy mindset and having a good mental health? How can men support each other moving forward in the world and help each other to grow so this becomes
2: something that is just a regular part of our life? Yeah, definitely. Um... So I think it's just very important uh, for the representation especially uh, just to see other men validating that it's okay to not be okay you know men that are open about going to therapy on a regular basis uh, men that are just crying in front of other men and expressing their emotions and being vulnerable um, about their feelings uh, we need to stop glamorizing phrases like men don't cry uh, chin up and tough it out phrases you know me myself I'm on this podcast i I hope that if there's even one like man that's uh, listening to this and he relates to this and this helps him you know kind of get rid of that stigma um, that would that would just I would feel like it's a mission accomplished for me I'm you know me i uh, I even like to uh, wear like mental health merch I'm actually wearing one right now it's a let me see if I can get it into frame it's an anti-stigma social club and on the sleeves uh, it says it's okay to not be okay. So I like to go out and I like to spread the message, the good message as much as I can. I even have a little pin on my backpack that says it's okay to not be okay. So I'm just trying to do my part. I'm just trying to really help others kind of see that, you know, I've been there, I'm I'm still going through it, but also you're not alone. I
1: think that is, a very powerful message to leave everyone with that you are not alone and I really love that you you wear that message on your clothing I'm I'm very much the same um, I seen a sweater the other day that I really wanted to get on the back of the sweater it says dear person standing behind me I love you you are beautiful I hope you have an awesome day and I hope that I put a smile on your face there's something along those lines and it, I just love that like anything to shine a little bit of light and you know, put some positive energy into someone's day. You know, I feel like it's just as powerful as as throwing a flash and smile. You know, all those different things. Um, at the end of the day, I think as humans, we're very visual learners. We we you know we perceive a lot of things in our visual environment more so than we even notice sometimes. So you know, as as, as myself, I have throughout my home affirmations written on my walls and different things like that, and it kind of brings to mind a similar. Uh, perspective of, you know, every time you're reading those statements that are reminding you of, you know, healthy, uh, healthy boundaries and healthy mindset patterns and emotional regulation and everything in between. I think, you know, it's always such a good thing to have have in our life, and to be able to inspire that in others because, as you said, all it takes is one person to hear this message and to have it change their life and you know, there's so much value in that action you took. I can tell you, you know, I, I've definitely had very similar experiences where I've reached out to someone with a "Hello, how's your day?" and their response back was that they were dealing with suicidal thoughts that day, and having someone reach out to them and start a conversation helped them to not choose that choice and to continue on in their journey. And it was just by saying "Hi, how's your day?" and you know, I feel like it's 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 very important to have that awareness of how impactful you can be just by simply being that first domino that knocks, starts knocking down the rest of them. So thank you so much, Bogdan. I really yeah. appreciate you coming on the, the conversation today and recording this episode with me. How are you feeling? How are, you know, is there anything that you know, stood out to you as something you enjoyed about the conversation or something that you took away from it today?
2: yeah i'm feeling good um i you know like i said earlier i hope that this helps someone you know um this this is already helping me you know just uh getting the conversation with you going and you know just you know it's nice because it, to interact with another man um uh, that's vulnerable and um it, we're kind of like on the same wavelength too so i'm really appreciating this conversation
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone who is listening, thank you for coming along for the journey. We will talk to you later. Bye for now.
0: This pause in the episode is to take a moment to remind you that you are loved. You are good enough. No matter what. I see you. I honor you. I send you my love, brothers. Now back to the episode. Thank you all for joining me today on our show, A New Mentality. I hope you all enjoyed what you heard. And if you did, I would really love if you were to share this with your friends, post this to your Instagram stories. And if you have a moment to jump on, You know, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, I'd be ever grateful if you were to pop on there and give the show a rating. This allows more people to find us and for this message to spread farther and farther around the globe. Lots of love. Have a wonderful day. Keep sharing the love you have any way you know how. Positive Energy Phil, signing out for now.